to episode 19 of the Fools on a Hill podcast, my favourite time of the week. I am Cal, and I am joined by Yanni and Liam, who have taken some very strategic sips of their beer. Mm-hmm. How are we, boys? Bit Delightful. Bit of Dutch courage, you know. Get ready for this rock and roller coaster of an evening. Hey, listen. Yeah, roller coaster of an evening. How have our weeks been? I know you've been busy, Liam. I've just asked you off air, so I'm not going to ask you again. Yeah, don't no ask one me cares. Again. Yanni, how have you been? I've been good. I've been um, working, um, so that part's not Brilliant. been good. But not working has been fantastic. Brilliant. I've been um, worried about Liam, thinking he's going to break another part of his house. Yeah. Um, he's actually broke a wall this time. He broke a whole wall. A whole wall. Yeah. Demolished it. You'd think he'd learn the first time not to use a crowbar, but miraculously, nice to tear on the whole. Oh, wall I had with power tools. Crowbar. Power tools today. It was full on. You are a power tool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's me, baby. That's the tool, isn't it? <laughs> Colin, how's your week um, been? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, I almost yeah, wasn't. It's been all right. Um, <laughs> I thought it's been all right. Uh, Karis's parents came, so because uh, she hasn't seen them since September. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You can travel now, according to Matt Hancock, so. You know, the pinnacle of all truth. Yeah. Um, so she's got her Switch, so we've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. Oh, nice. Yeah, nearly thrown the controller out the window about 12 times because it's very annoying. Yes. Not have you heard. Yeah, you have to be good. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's good, but it's... I mean, because obviously it's online now, so people are just annoying. I mean, you just get red-shelled literally every five seconds. It's yeah. a bit of a piss thing. But, you know, I digress. It is what it is. It is what it is. Correct. We're watching Line of Duty, as you know. Other than that, yeah, nothing. We're catching oh, bent coppers. That's uh, what we do. I'm not fucking bent. <laughs> bent coppers. Get out of Hastings in the room. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the energy is palpable, everyone. Let's get into what's the story. So I, I want to I want to start today. Um, I want to start this this session. Um, I'm just gonna sorry, Liam, I'll let you get right into it, but I just want to say one word. Okay, tricks. Tricks. Yeah. Yeah. By you can Kelly's. Ethan, come on. Now. Is it by Kelly's? That's what I was about. I'm getting a phone call, so I can't use my phone, which is frustrating. Because um, <laughs> I need to double check something before I give the story. We a few weeks ago, right, Dad, stop calling me. Thank you. I think he must have been listening to the uh, podcast. Uh, a few weeks ago, months ago, who knows how many years ago it was, um, we covered a song by Trixie Mattel, which we all liked. Is that correct? Yeah, it's Blister in the Sun, I think. Blister in the Sun, called? yes. And we all discussed how um, fun that song was. Nice, summertime anthem. Um, <laughs> but the fact that the lyrics were shocking. Hmm. If you, remember, if you remember rightly. Now, the other day, listening to uh, Radio X, possibly, or Radio 6, I'm not sure one of those, they've been been flicking between those two. Um, this song came on, and it seemed a bit it seemed a bit different. There was something strange about it. I mean, after the music had been on for a minute and the vocals started, it was clear this wasn't Trixie Mattel. I thought, well, someone done a cover of Trixie Mattel's song. Right, well, it turns out it was never oh, Trixie's no. song to begin with. <gasps> what this is 
you're out in our poor music knowledge here um, on our own <laughs> podcast. What was it? it? So, Trixie Mattel's version of Bushman and the Sun was a cover of the song by the same name, and it was very similar, to be fair, very similar, by the band Violent Femmes from their album, self-titled album, from 1983. Wow. Yeah. Blimey. So I'd to let you know. And the lyrics are exactly the same, so it's their fault. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah. This is an open apology to Trixie. Sorry, Trixie. Yeah, sorry, Trixie. Um, you did a great job. Though. But yeah, I, I mean, the original sounded kind of similar, um, but not as bright and cheerful, I guess, as the as the Trixie version. So she brought something special to it. So um, she really did. She really did. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that to the table. Thank you very Thanks much for bringing that to the table. Thank you. Now we can eat. Now we can um, eat. Get in. Cal, come on. Was this was that Cal go on or yeah? Is that, know, a, new, is that a medicine? <laughs> Watching the live longer with Cal gone. Right, I would like to bring my um, shit to the table. I know I'm on top. Um, Not again. You can't keep putting <laughs> shit no on the table. It's the bathroom or nothing. <laughs> or the garden. Um, and my shit this week comes in the form of a not shit article. <laughs> I was going to say, are you <laughs> on that one? <laughs> By um, Lucy Harbin, I believe. And it is entitled, is lad, is lad Music Culture, if I can speak, Holding Back British Music? And um, Yes. It's something I, yes, I agree. It's something I wanted to bring up on the podcast because... <laughs> Devil's Advocate in the corner. Um <laughs> Because I feel like we've we've I all spoken quite time. a lot. <laughs> Fuck off. We've spoken quite a lot about um, British festivals just having the same lineup, just you know, mm-hmm. with the same headliners on rotation. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, articles like this need to have more of a platform. And Bit. our twenty regular listeners are, you know, <laughs> people. Where to give that to? Them. We give that to them. <laughs> I, um, I can't speak. I'm not prepared for this at all. It's a shit show. I just want to say that obviously they've what they've done is they've they've put some hashtags at the bottom um, for like to get the idea of who's gonna be there. First two choices: the fourteen is Ian Brown. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you understand. The last choice: Lewis Capaldi. See, I thought yeah. this when I was yeah, reading I the article. Something. Lewis Capaldi is not exactly lad culture. No, no. But he's anthem- he's he's got those anthems that I could see if you someone going to see yeah. the Cortinas and blah blah blah. You could after a few cans of dark fruits, you could be belting out a bit of Capaldi. When I was reading the article, um, I noticed it was kind of about people who will go to one festival a year, mm-hmm. then not go to a gig at all throughout the year. Like they don't care; they just go to be knobheads in Stone Island. Basically, that's kind of what it was getting at. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why Lewis Capaldi is in there because you know, if you don't go to any gigs at all, you'd kind of want to go and see Lewis Capaldi. I mean, he's also at every festival, so I can't feel that's like true. he has to fit in. That is true. But I just thought, you know, it'd be good for us to have a chat about it. I just wanted to know your thoughts. Really. Yeah, did, I think they specifically mentioned Transmit Festival in this up in Scotland, mm. I believe. Transmit is. Mm. And it, mm-hmm. it made me think, um, uh, t- to me personally, somewhere like Transmit has always been this kind of festival. 
where it well transmit's only been around for three years mate so. oh okay maybe not then uh, well maybe for the last three years I thought it then but there's a few Dropped. festivals right in it <laughs> sorry <laughs> but it's kind of like it was, it was tea in the park uh, okay actually, oh okay it's yeah. tea in the park for three years um, transmit was replaced alright thanks very much for that in the same way that you know that download is going to be kind of uh, heavy um, what's the word I'm looking for Karang Karang it's going to be Karang central <laughs> yeah I would assume, I would think of Transmit and a few other festivals as being this kind of festival, where exactly that, these people don't go to gigs very often. They like to put the best clobber on and go and have a few cans and dance around and stuff. But music is kind of in the background of their lives for the most part. And they go for the, you know, the big names like Ian Brown and Cortina's and those, and then some more anthemic musicians yeah, like the script luckily for um, luckily for everyone you have to be um you, you, if you've got a vaccine you can't go to the <laughs> so it's fine true yeah if exactly. you do the right thing and hit your vaccine then he's not gonna let you in so ian brown's, so, well, <laughs> ian brown's not there the whole there's bigger problems with ian brown being on yeah, the music bill nowadays than but yeah, part of well. part of this as well was the fact that there are very well almost no female artists or non-white male artists on a lineup like Transmit, which mm. to me that's obviously bad. But I could not see them fitting anyone that's not a white male on that lineup for that particular group of people. So that's not excusing it. That's it's more of a indicative of the wider problem that there's just like this kind of subgenre of people if that even makes sense um mm. the, as this article's talking about the festival a lot of festivals tend to pander to because they know they like to go there get off the nut and spend loads of money on shit beer for warm shit beer for a few days yeah. snorting beak and twatting each other yeah exactly it's always great fun standing just you know slightly adjacent to a bunch of Stone Island knobheads. It's always great. Fun. It also made me think of all the bands that are coming up that fit straight into this, like bands like the Lathams, whatever they're called, and a few like there's a few bands that just kind of almost like their first Twitter page has a lemon in the name. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're literally born and bred for this kind of thing. I feel um, like you've just read that, and that's not a thing that actually happens. What isn't? The lemon thing. No, I'm just saying they fit straight into that stone, you know, stone island wearing yeah. kind of group of people. Um, mm. Not stone. I really island. hate stone island, island on this podcast, don't we? Is stone island the brand we made up. Yeah, it's also the place where Stone Roses did the gig. Is that right? No, Spike Island. Spike Island. There we go. That's, I was confusing myself. My own head. So, I've seen the film, mate. I have seen the film. Good film. Um, Castor. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, and that kind of group, and it, it, that to me, I kind of realised when I was reading this, is today's like landfill indie term, mm. which traditionally, I guess, was bands that would sound like the Kooks or the Pigeon Detectives or Block Party back then. But those bands around that time that were trying to be and sound like those bands were always, or have since been termed landfill indie because there's fucking millions of them. And now this is the new landfill indie, and it's it's painful the, uh, to see. You know, you, you you comment about like the those festivals are like catered to that thing, yeah. Um, and like 
they're, they're trying to get those type of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not going to say, well, I've no like idea about things in the past, basically. Um, but like with <laughs> Reading and Leeds, um, the only famous one last week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, looking at their lineup, yep. Like my comment was going to be, well, they should just put them in and stop having that fear that no one's going to show up. Because, I mean, I'm not looking at ticket sales is what I'm trying to get at, but I've said it in a really shit way. Um, like they've got Stormzy, Mabel, mm-hmm. MK, Sports Team, yes, Catfish in the Bottom End, whatever, AJ Tracy, uh, Madison Beer, and then they've got Post Malone, Toodle Cinema Club, Doja Cat. Boop 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 and closure and the baby and like it's it's all very mixed up so like if the um if you're a festival out there who doesn't uh like including other genres um stop being a little pussy hole and start including other genres because you go to a f- my idea of festival originally was that you had to hear everything yeah like it's not just oh one thing so just go see them see the one artist yeah. like well different artists obviously but like their own gigs and then you'll mm-hmm. also get support acts which are built for the specific purpose of being similar to so mm-hmm. then you'll still be in line with that genre uh, that style and then you can go to a festival and you might le- you know find something interesting that you've thought i've never listened to this in my life yeah for sure um yeah so it does seem when you look at it like an outsider trying to poke holes in and faults in things, it does look just incredibly stupid when you see a lineup full of bands from the early 2000s mixed with bands who are now trying to re- like redo the <laughs> early 2000s. And yeah. it, it looks a little bit, it looks sad. It does, yeah. But it, uh, in, it is, in yeah. this article, precisely, it mentions people about, uh, it mentions about people not thinking like, Claro, is that Claro? You know the Claro, Claro, or Bieber Doobie are like bigger than the Lathams, which they are. Yeah, yeah. But there would be so much less enthusiasm for them at a British festival, which you know mm. it is shit. I think that's kind of what the article is getting at, and you know, it also mentions um, acts like. Wolf Alice, Black Honey and Phoebe Bridges who they say consistently sell out tours and that's before you even think about Dua Lipa or Lord mm. or well, something like that. Yeah, Dua Lipa could easily headline. Wolf Alice pro- could definitely headline one of these smaller festivals especially mm-hmm. with their third album. Sure. I feel like though, I that's, think... that's, sorry, I feel like that's part of the issue is that oh you have to make it to Dua Lipa or Lord level before you're even yeah. considered yeah. to be put on. Was that what yeah, you were going to say anymore? Oh. Yeah, essentially within that kind of within somewhere like transmit that indie, you know, I don't know what the right term is. What's the term they use? Lad culture kind of yeah. set of um, lineup. There are no female artists in that space. There are no non-white uh, people in that space. It doesn't. Those artists don't exist. So it's just not going to happen, and that's clearly shows that I also... that kind of group of people. It, it's kind of toxic in a way there's no kind of outside um influence or anything it's very secular it's mm. good word uh, yes it is yeah. i also feel like the the purposeful non-inclusion is making it this sounds stupid but hold on 
is making it more of an issue, but I mean for other people. So, as in, how do I word this now? Um, no, I've said this phrase, this statement. Like, I feel like they think it's going to make more of a... a di- it's going to be more difficult for other people to see it that way. Like, I think they think that the people that go to the festivals will not like it, mm. so yeah. they don't do it. But that's not the case. Like, because, no. I mean, for our age, I can't speak for every person our age, but I'd like to think we're all very much open to the idea of newer things going on oh, well, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And their idea of what people want is so misted. Yeah, <laughs> misted. I mean, the fact that they don't they don't even add other people in to just appease everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They literally yeah. fully don't like it's very specifically this genre of artists mm. for this certain type of people. Well we've mentioned they and, you know, oh, go on, sorry, I thought go. you finished. No, I was just rambling <laughs> on. Um well we mentioned neighborhood weekend, didn't we? And this will be the third year they've been going. Honestly, I think Miles Kane has been there every every year. I love Miles Kane, don't get me wrong. You know, I like Pigeon Detectives. I know we're all going over the same thing, but it is literally the, the same thing every year. Do they make... Uh, uh, I haven't heard of any new music from either Miles Kane or Pigeon Detectives. Uh, Miles Kane had a new be... album a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2018, I think, was. Yeah, a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not... You shouldn't still be in festivals. No. <laughs> Unless he's got no. something new coming out. But then what about last year? He didn't have anything new come out last year. So why no. was... Yeah, blame it on the summertime. Not why was he there, time. but... Well, he just had a couple of singles, but it's not like... Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, that goes into the whole conversation of what is... What, when should you be headlining? Like, mm. you know, if you've just released an album or you're on, like, that tour of that album, like, it makes more sense, like, obviously it makes more sense to be, like, well, they should be headlining because they've had, like, a massive album that's obviously sold or streamed uh, by lots of people. Um, so have those headliners, but, yeah. Again, it, it adds to this whole thing of it, the whole thing just seeming ridiculous when you put someone like Miles Kane, who hasn't released an album even, I didn't realise, tw- since 2018, mm. and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good, but if you don't put other people in that position, then it's not very inclusive, is it? And music just stays the, the same, same and yeah. landfill in the, the new landfills opened. You know, a new landfills opened and a different type of indie is thrown into it. Basically, what happens. So I guess this probably all happened 15 years ago. When the first set of mm. landfill indie was around, when the kooks were around and Maybe that, that's too far back, but well, it's, it's probably, probably tales all the time. The nineties was probably the same. Yeah, yeah. That's no, because the people yeah. in charge of these things aren't the people who actually care. Um, exactly. People are going to go regardless, aren't they? Especially when yeah. If you don't, that, if you that, don't, if you don't fix what quote unquote isn't broken for them, if it's sold out two years ago, they're going to. That's also the counter argument. People are always going to go. The problem. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, I completely agree. You've just—it's like with yeah. anything. You've got to. I mean, you've got to take risks, haven't you? And this isn't even a risk. This is just, you know, common sense and inclusivity. It is mad, though, just seeing... Yeah. Yeah, It shouldn't be a discussion, should it? No, but here we are discussing it for what seems like hours. Uh, So let's move on. (laughs) Uh, 
The Record Store Day 2021 list has been released to the masses. And Mm -hmm. I'm right in saying there's two drops this year? Yep. Is it two drops? Yeah, June 12th and July 17th. Perfect. There's my guy with the dates. Thank you, guy with the dates. I, was, I didn't know when drop on was, so thank you for that, Callum. You're welcome. Appreciate. We did cover it on the pod a couple of weeks ago. You should listen to it back, mate. Power I drops. don't listen while we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, back. Um, so, we've all, and you'll be surprised, guys, to know that I actually did this as well. We've all made a list of our top picks. Got to say outright, drop two ain't looking that good, is it? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not really. So, Cal, let's do this in the usual order of things. Tell me Go about on, your droplets. Well, I've not I've not split them up into drop one, drop two. Probably should have. But yeah, they probably all drop one. Uh, yeah, most likely. Um, <laughs> I want to get the Everything Everything Supernormal release. It's with Mercury Me, I think. That's going to be another single. And then two uh, remixes on the B-side. Uh, the Do Nothing release. I haven't written the name down, but... It's called Adventures and Successes. Brilliant. So they're the two that I am, um, you know, I absolutely want. Um, and then mm-hmm. I've got a few others here that I will either get if I'm, you know, feel I've got a bit of money on the day or I'll get when they come down. Jaded Hearts Club, Live at 100 Club. Um, mm-hmm. There's an old Gallagher High Flying Birds release. Probably be shit. Probably be loads mm-hmm. of remixes, but, yeah. you know, it might be nice. Uh, there's a Chapter House release, which I think is an album. I've got Whirlpool, the album, so that might be of interest, but I think they went a bit shit out for Whirlpool. Um, there's a, a release by The Alarm called Spirit 58, which is Welsh football songs. I probably won't get it, but I can't imagine that's going to sell out, so I do think that one will come down. Um, so I'm definitely not going to buy it full price. And I also saw there was a Shame one. Have either of you seen that? Yes. Yeah, it's the it's the live in the flesh, you know, the video thing that came out. Oh, where, the, what, uh, Born and Luton was on. Born and Luton. Yeah. yeah, the original version. Oh, that's going on. It's yeah. Um, and then yeah, Woo Life, if I like the album and listen to it, because I listened to a couple and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carl. That's me. Is it my turn, my turn next? It's yeah. Lily, everyone. Um, I haven't really thought about what my definites are, so I'm just going to give you my full list. And these are just like initial, like... There's a few Squirt here. Um, so I have split into drop one and drop two, but only one of them is from drop two, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, um, same here. <laughs> I have the Do Nothing 12-inch, which is Adventures and Successes. I'm interested to know what that is. I imagine that's going to be something new. Um, Fontaine's DC live at Kilmanham Jail. I believe it's Kilmanham. Kilmanham. Who knows? But that's... They did a live stream right at the beginning of lockdown, and they... Actually, a fairly decent live band, so pretty good. Metronomy, the Look 7-inch reissued. Uh, not massively, massively bothered about that. I'm sure it's probably not that hard to get the original. Might be, though. Who knows? Uh, the original soundtrack to Shrek. Um, <laughs> I saw that, and I thought that's funny. And then I thought, no, that's actually a really good soundtrack. It is. I, I need to add so, that. <laughs> maybe. And if it's on some like nice green vinyl or something, I um, think that uh, might yes. actually be. Yeah, definitely. Um, I put that on Rage Against the Machines, The Battle of Mexico City, which is a live album, um, which I haven't listened to this one. It didn't come out too long ago, but I've seen videos and they of were very good live at one point, at least. Uh, Shame, Live in the Flesh, which you just mentioned, because um, that version of Born and Luton is spectacular. Just for that, really. Um, pardon? Just for that song is worth getting. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, uh, Warpaint, uh, the full Andrew Weverell sessions. Um, so I assume that's just the full um, session. I don't really know. And then I also put Woo Life Go Tall Fire to the Mountain because I actually own the original. <laughs> One of my most uh, highly prized records. Um, and I love the album. I've loved it for a number of years, so I don't know. If it's different, I would. If it's just a reissue to appease the people that um, never got the original, then I don't really care. This boy. You missed Yanni over there. And then drop two, only one is Squid near the Squid and near the Westaway. Westaway? Yeah, Yanni. Yeah, Yanni. Um, Which I believe we were messaging about this last night, Carl. They recorded on Radio 6 live, straight to vinyl, and that's what it is, is it? Uh, They did, yeah. I had it on in the background when I was cooking tea and um, didn't really stand out too much, to be honest. Okay. I don't know. Depending on what the B-side is, because they were recording another one. It might be worth it. I mean, you know, well, it'd be a good bit of kit to have. Yep, exactly. Lovely bit um, of kit. But yeah, out of those, like, definite, probably do nothing um, and shame are probably the only ones I kind of really do want. It's pretty poor drop, isn't it, really? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it, there's just always a lot of live albums, which if you don't care about them, then they're not, mm. not important. Yeah. Go on, Yanni, tell us about yours, son. Thanks. Daddy-o. Um So, Do Nothing, again, for me. Um, everything, Everything, Super Normal. And then I have just put ones that, if I get the chance to get out, I might, if I've got leftover money, mm. cash to throw away. Uh, Fat Boy Slim, Weapon of Choice, um, which I think is 12 inch. Mm. Then I've got Ian Jory, Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Hit yeah. me! Um... You just know it's going to be a tenner, though. I feel like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're always ridiculously priced. Yeah. Uh, Metronomy, the look, Resistance uh, mm-hmm. Machine, that same one Liam mentioned, the, the Battle of Mexico City, uh, Shame, uh, Shrek. But just now, I've decided yeah. I want that because I didn't even see that, and that is a fantastic soundtrack. Got um, those OSTs. Got to go for them. Lost. Uh, Wall paint. <laughs> the fool. The fuel. Um and then Woo Life covered Hellfire to the Mountain because I missed out. Those were all the drop ones. The only one in drop two, which I definitely won't be getting because it's going to be almost certainly a hundred pound or ridiculous, is the Gorillas the G collection, which I think is a collection of all the uh the albums or a lot of them. Yeah. Um like the first couple of ones. Isn't that all the B sides? Isn't that what that is? Yeah, I don't know. I just B-sides. saw it. Or G side. I yeah, just G- saw sure it and I B-sides. thought that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, probably two of those I'll get. I also spotted that they're doing a Randy Newman um, Randy complete Human. collection thing. Hey, that's me, baby. Uh, it's like eight eight LPs spanning over like thirty years or something like that, so. which I. Do quite like Randy Newman's music, but I wouldn't. That's going to cost like 120 quid, and I'm not spending that. So, Liam refuses to spend money. Um, I will not spend more than four pounds. So, that's been just our intro. Fuck me. Okay. Let's just run through these ones very quickly. Please. I'll start. 21 Pilots. Oh, go on. Liam will start. Okay. (laughs) 21 Pilots, new album, Scale the Icy, 
Uh, uh, was there a date? No, nope, I remember. think you put that on. Um, I did put it on, but there wasn't a date when I saw. Uh, and I didn't uh, think to check afterwards. No one's asked. Move on. Uh, they've announced a new album, Scaled Maxi. Uh, there's some story about the characters created, people that like 21 Pilots uh, just talk a load of shit. Um, <laughs> and they've, it's a bit, it's just made up shit. Who knows? Uh, you know. Made up shit. Go so on. Dead Nature, who is Tarek from Spring King. Fun fact. Mixed one of mine and Yanni's songs. Moment your favour. Check out on Spotify. Um, has <laughs> announced uh, his new album, Watch Me Break Apart, will be released on June 25th. There is a limited 500 run release with Blood Records on a green record. I think about half of Soul did a day, so, you know, not bad. If you want it, check it out. We'll be listening to this check song. Check it out. Bit. Just check it out. Check this motherfucker out. Oh. Oh. Brockhampton Brock album out tomorrow. <laughs> I, I have no more, <laughs> I have no more information. Well, it's kind of, yeah, they've just announced this and it's just out. So by the time we listen to this, it's already been out. We'll probably talk about it on the next episode. Probably. Maybe. Next up, we have something that I don't understand. <sighs> and I'm not convinced Yanni or Liam understand. So we'll just be talking well, shit yeah, when for the, the next five minutes, which is no change. When were when was NFT involved into this? Because this is just becoming too many internet things. Yeah, well, HMLTD is it released on Reddit? Have announced they they've released a new song called "Leaving," which has six thousand four hundred possibilities of what it can be. Apparently, you can buy things through NFTs. I don't know if that is true. What does that mean? I don't know, Liam. I did say I don't know what this <laughs> what means. Does that mean. I read. How can I read a song about have it. Six. What was it? Six thousand. Six thousand four hundred possibilities. I think that's that's six thousand songs. It's six thousand four hundred songs. Yeah. <laughs> Just write a song and fucking put it on Spotify. I know. Shut it's up. a bit ridiculous, this, isn't it? But you know, yeah, might be cool. I don't know. I'm not going to pay for anything. So. Definitely won't. Be Tell cool. What were you saying? What were you reading about? Tell us what you were saying. Um, I don't know. I think I was saying that I read the enemy article and I became less clued up about what it was the more I read, so I stopped. Say. Do you know? Do you know? We talked about uh, there was a point where a lot of people, uh, and I also thought HMLTD seemed very wanky and very posh and irritating. Mm-hmm. But actually, their album was really quite good. No, they definitely are. I think wanky and uh, posh and irritating. <laughs> well, if they're doing this because yeah, they're wanky. Uh, it's just like they're just trying to do random shit for the sake of it. The last song was really shit. I don't think that so. was meant to be taken seriously. The oh no, time. I'm pretty sure it would. But, st- but it still wasn't. It wasn't good, either. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't good to not be taken seriously. It, it, what was the point? And now they get involved with NFTs and they ruin the world. Well, they put they on their Twitter that apparently it's not bad for the environment, but I didn't read it. I didn't care. Enough. Totally is. Yeah. Totally right. is. <laughs> uh, last in the news because this has been a very long segment, and we've spoke more in here than we probably would about some of our albums. The truck Definitely. announcement festival lineup was released at six o'clock um i didn't really like the look of it liam said it looked all right yanni said it looked all right uh kind of yeah, i thought it looked pretty pretty all right i think we'd all have a good weekend there wouldn't we but i mean does it link in the art to the because we're we lads we would before? lads 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 is lads. it a stone island fest pretty no much. i don't think it is uh, is it there's a lot of I mean, LaRue's there. Yeah. Pale, well, pale away, let's stay away from this. Let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> Little Sims is there. There's well. a band called... I mean, sorry, we're just looking sorry, for female yeah, There's a band called Pigs, 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 Pigs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that wasn't my mic playing up. That was actually their 
the full name of the band. Big Time Seven. If you look at them on, if you uh, are they Kiss the Power of Seven? Are they the band that when you look on Spotify, it's it pigs like a million times? Uh, it's actually. Oh no, there's another band I'm thinking of actually. Seven times. It is seven times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but um, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, that's been the story. <laughs> yeah. Reaping what's the? Now it's time to get a little hot in here with hot of the press. Callum, Callum. Oh, it's my favourite time of the week. Oh, tell me, how warm are the streets of Las Vegas this time of year, uh, baby? I mean, you know, I'd take your coat out if I were you. Pretty chilly. Some parts. Nippy? Pretty nippy, yeah. Well, Godspeed to you, mate. Godspeed Thank to you. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Um, Black Emperor. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry, that's a different band. Oh. <laughs> not giving their album this week. <laughs> they did release one this week, actually. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, anyway, God's pee. <laughs> Sorry, Callum. Yes, yeah. you were going to talk about something. I was, yeah, mate. Uh, Las Vegas released Godspeed, their long-awaited return after not releasing an album for what seems like a while. Um, By whom? Ten years. <laughs> it might be. Ten, it genuinely might could be ten years. I think it might be eight. But <laughs> who who cares? Um, I'm going to start at the start because. Where else oh, would you start hell. other than the middle of an adventure? Um, oh, you could have started I don't... from the bottom. <laughs> I could have, yeah. You can start. You could just start. Okay. Please. Um, I'm actually not going to start the start. I'm going to start the second one because it starts with uh, an interlude, which I will get to them in a bit. Um, you can't start with an interlude. Oh, it's a mate. prelude. Oh, well, Come pre- on. prelude then. But, you know, like one of them shitty fucking oh, crap yeah. things. Um, <laughs> I love shitty fucking crap things. <laughs> uh, dive, I thought should have been the opener. Um, there's there was no need for the prelude. Uh, I like it. It was a very simple riff, but it was quite effective in my opinion. Felt quite emotional. Um, Dying to live was a single. I think I quite liked it at the time, but I like it a lot more in terms of the album. Uh, Shake the cage for Theo. Um, still very weird lyrics. Uh, but I do like it. I like the build-up throughout the song. I wish it went harder, but beggars can't be choosers. And now, not so much fun. Keep Me a Space <laughs> was very boring. Um, parked Car Exterior was the prelude. Parked Car Interior was an interlude, as Liam has told me what they mean. Um, <laughs> I don't understand the need for any of them. If you two could just listen to Parked Car Interior right now, um, what is that from? Because it's something else. Uh, Cupid's Dark Disco. It's from Psycho. Oh, right. Is that what it is? Okay. It's the shower song. Right. I knew I recognised it. Um, Cupid's Dark Disco. I liked the idea of the song, but I really don't think it was executed well at all. Um, I felt like we were veering into more old Las Vegas, which just wasn't being done as well. So it was a bit pointless. Um, I, I really like his voice, which I know I think is a bit of a contentious topic between you two. I don't really think you like his voice. I like Scottish people. Don't don't be saying this now. Well, no, I didn't. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know what his voice sounds like. I don't <laughs> listen to it. Um, <laughs> I just know he's Scottish. So. Yeah, and I appreciate their ability to make songs have meaning because that's what I like about it also. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just kind of all fell flat from here on in in my mirror 
was very similar. Um, I was really disappointed that an album that had 11 songs, where four of them were already released, had two, well, had a prelude and an interlude. So, hmm. you know, there was only, if someone wants to do the maths here, only five songs that we hadn't heard, and they were all very boring. Stay Lit was shit. <laughs> the name itself made me angry. Um, <laughs> and Godspeed somehow got slower. Um, and that was the last one. Um, and then I just wrote, I'm writing this midway through the song, and if it doesn't build up at the end, I'm going to be very disappointed. can't remember if it did, so I'm going to presume it didn't. And <laughs> that is me. I'm going to give this a three oh. out of five, because I don't oh, think it was bad. Enough. I just think it was boring. Okay. And I did like the first, well, song two to four. So yeah, three out of five. Okay, mm. three out of five. Three out of five. More than I was expecting, but yep. that's the problem with the out of five system. I don't know why we stuck with that one. Um, you fucking picked it. I don't. I don't remember. I can't say for certain. Um, so we'll just accept group responsibility for that one. Uh, who's next? Oh, me. No, I've. I've, um, I've neither of you listened to it. No. No. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> okay. Okay, no. I, I listened to Dive and then I skipped through the rest. I like yeah. Dive. I didn't like the rest. Fair enough. I'm sorry. I've been too busy. I've not listened. God, he's bought a house, everyone. <laughs> I've only listened to, I have, yeah. I've only listened to my album twice. Do you know what? He's still not even posted the Instagram pictures. Oh, fuck yeah. I supposed to do it just before we started. Oh. Well, if you're listening to this, you know what we talk about. Talk about. Um, <laughs> I will, I will do just after this. I have done them. Talk is cheap, yeah. You sent them, them before. I don't need to explain to you. I don't need to explain myself to you guys. Go on, then. <clears throat> oh, hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, um, no, so, I am covering the album by Le Femme called, I'm assuming it's pronounced Paradine. Uh, it's, all these titles are French, apart from one of them. So, um, uh, two, three, three of them. Or not, or English. Can't wait um, for the so end to look every single moment of pronouncing this in French. <laughs> I've been practicing. You did just French. I will try harder. <laughs> <laughs> I got an A. That was I got an A. Uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, so this is the uh, this band I had never listened to before. Um, one of the songs which I'll mention in a minute came on on a random playlist a few weeks ago and I thought it was fantastic and I checked straight away but it'd come out a bit earlier so we couldn't I didn't put it on our, to talk about on that particular episode um, but yeah I'd never heard of the band before um, but this album oh it's beautiful um, no it was a, it's a very good album so I don't know what I'm saying here it's mostly, mostly kind of electronic, but there's a few different... I'm going to start from the top. So, start off with the song... Uh, oh, fuck, sorry. My notes are awful. God-awful. You can tell I do this very last minute. Good God. So, it starts off strong. The first song, Paradigm, uh, is very good. Um, starts off very strong, electronic sounding, French vocals, very sexy, beautiful. Um, I skip a song because that one was fine. And then we come to the third song on the album, Cool Colorado. Now... Good this French song, name. this is that's American baby. <laughs> cool Colorado is a fantastic song. Everything about that song is brilliant. The vocals are great. The music's great. The, the, just this song, the way it moves, is fantastic. It's beautiful. 
Um, so that's probably one of my favourite songs on the album. Um, probably my favourite song on the album. We're going to go to the next one, which is Future Le Bordel. don't know if that's right. Which uh, was a bit... It already seemed different. A new style coming in there. It's quite punky in, in style. Quite fast. And the, the vocals are quite classic punk. Uh, which, but it worked. It was it was good. Um, then go to another favourite of mine. Nouvelle Orleans. Uh, which, do you know what that means in English? How have you? Oh, sorry. Novel. <laughs> uh, no, it means New Orleans. Um... That was another great track. Don't have any more notes. Pasadena, the next one, also a great track. No more notes on that. Uh, I just liked it. Um, then we have the next song, Lache de Chavot. Um Kind of spaghetti western sounding instrumental, which is a bit weird. Right, is that? Yeah, I thought um, I noticed one though, a bit western. Was it that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was indeed. Bit of Sidonia vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nights of Sidonia. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to lose my brain here. Uh, the next song, Disconnection. Um, had ban- banjo in it? Uh, banjo? Which yeah. was uh, interesting. Have you interesting. heard of a banjo? Oh, mentioned... Are you sure? Uh, no, it just, it just seemed random. Again, I sorry to mention the last song, Lache de Chaveau, was an instrumental song, which, um, you know, but it was it was cool. It was interesting. It was Spaghetti Western. It I sounded know. different. Uh, then the next song after Disconnection is Foreigner. Now this is the only song I noticed anyway that had English lyrics. It's all English. Um, didn't love it. There's just not a lot to it really. Um, didn't pay attention to the lyrics, but from what I heard, sounded weird. Not necessarily. Do you Liam know? Um, hates the English. I hate English. Uh, but you're a yeah, Scouse not English. Um, <laughs> what's that other French band? Um, what they do? Uh, Listomania. <laughs> no. Did you say Daft Punk? We're on fire tonight, mate. God, soulmates. Not, not the band that do Listomania, 1904. Phoenix. Phoenix, yes. Zoe Phoenix. Phoenix. Everyone. Phoenix. Louis Phoenix uh, sing in English, but make the words fit really weird because I don't know. I don't, I, but they they kind of put words in a very strange pattern. Is their second language? Give them a break. No, I, I think it's, I've got no problem with it. Um, like they, the, their um, the use of English and syntax and stuff is perfectly fine, but they they put it to the music and like split lines up in ways that you probably wouldn't as an English speaker. Like the sentences. It, have you ever listened then to just tell the podcast that you hate the French as well. <laughs> just do no, it. No, I've got no necessarily no problem with the French personally. I've no problem with an A in French. I'm a man of culture. Um, but yeah, so the song "Foreigner" I didn't love. Um, and then from there, you it hates foreigners towards It teeters off a bit towards the end. It gets a bit slower from there. Um, the next song, "Force and Respect," I didn't love much. "Divine uh, Creature." Um, I did like that one. That's a very good song. Uh, and then yeah, I say the last few ones there are a bit slower, but they they're not bad necessarily. It works as a piece. It kind of has an arc from beginning to end. It works really well. Uh, and then coming to the last song, two uh, two tone last. Um, I think that ending works really well. Like the actual ending of the song works brilliantly. It was quite a long album, fifteen songs, fifty four minutes. I think it could have been shorter. I think a couple of the last ones maybe could have been cut. Um, 
I would have said the instrumental in the middle, or you know, towards the beginning, sorry, could have been cut, but I actually quite like that. Um, but yeah, although I think it could have been a bit shorter, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was surprised. I think this is one I definitely, I've only listened to it twice, just time constraints. That's it? You've only listened to it twice? Just twice, just twice baby. You don't put but any I definitely, in. definitely we will revisit this. It's a shame that it's so long that it makes me kind of think I probably won't put the full album on again. Um, but I think I will revisit at least parts of this, especially Cool Colorado, because I'm very good. Um, so I'm actually going to give it... I just check there's no more notes I was going to give. I'm going to give it a... Uh, bing, bing, bing. We have... Uh, the results are in. Uh, it's a four out of five. Oh, shock. Shock oh, horror. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Have, baby. We, have you ever actually not given an album a four out of five? Oh, I'm in. I enjoy my, I pick albums that I know I'm going to enjoy, and that's part of it. <laughs> no, I don't. I pick albums that seem interesting and they usually are interesting. And you also, the uh, shit ones to us. Exactly. I'm also someone that, the more they listen to it, just naturally starts to like it, unless it's something bad. Um, but I'm going to, I think I might give this one a little, uh, I'm going to give it a silver star. I think it might pop up in the uh, album of the year. The honourable mentions. Uh, <laughs> the honourable mentions, at least. Um, but yeah, please don't. Uh, believe my lack of n- preparation for this is an indication that I don't like it because I very much enjoyed this album I'm glad now please tell me what you think about it yeah. I have only listened to this zero times Brilliant. so um, the snippets I've heard of each track as you've been talking about it have been alright but not for me I don't think really fair fair okay. um, I've listened mm-hmm. to it once um but it was only on in the background but i mirror your thoughts about it kind of falling off at the end i remember really enjoying the first bit and then mm. i didn't even realize it had finished at the end yeah but i feel like it's quite harsh for me to judge it because it was on in the background but um i'll definitely be giving it a lot more of a listen because there were a lot of aspects that i really did enjoy so, it's yeah. a shame that it's so long because it definitely it, it's <clears throat> although it does teeter off towards the end it works in the context of the yeah, album but it just goes on for so long that that just becomes like there's too many slow ones towards the end yeah I don't mean you, you all know I so, I like half an hour albums I feel like that's plenty yep. so this was mm-hmm. like nearly double that so it was it was yeah. I feel like it would have been more taxing if I was actively sitting down and listening to it but like I said I did enjoy it and I will be going back Listen to it. Worth a go. Definitely. Worth a go. Definitely. Yanni, could you say the same for your album? <laughs> oh, everyone strap to... yourselves in. We could have another <laughs> Lonely the Brave moment here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to unhear this album, if possible, Ian. Wow. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. So, what are you listening I have to? The... Oh, okay. Well, fuck here now. Um, Half Drunk Under a Full Moon by the Fratellis. Now, if I hadn't mentioned this was an album by the Fratellis, I don't think you would have known it was by the Fratellis. Um, The first song, my immediate comment was, had no idea this is what the Fratellis had became. Um, Had became. Had became. Yes, that's the word I chose for some (laughs) bizarre reason. I've... I've I wrote down here, become. So I don't know why I said became. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm half drunk under a full moon. Oh. 
Um, <laughs> the most positive thing I could take away from this was quite an interesting pre-chorus. Um, there, throughout times on this whole album, I thought I was getting some Alex Turner vibes. And I don't know whether that was sort of the meandering sort of nature of some of the lyrics um, or just the idea that it's like a complete turnaround in terms of how um, uh, Tranquility Bass is like completely different. Um, Just made you think. Not in, not, not in a good sense that it would be. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not good. Um, (laughs) I thought the ending was a little cringe apparently is what I wrote there. Um, Need a little love. I just put The Promise by Hills Aloud is a better song and this is a bad version of that. Um <laughs> didn't even listen to it now. Uh, to it, yeah. I thought it had quite a catchy chorus, but I feel like I've also heard this song before. Yeah, we have covered it. It's a promise. We're no, I mean like I know, but I mean like I, yeah. I feel like I've just heard this song, but it, it it's probably just the promise again. Now um, you've said it, I'd listen to it and instantly it sounds like the promise. Exactly, yeah. It's the same keys. Did, did it. Did, did, did. Yeah, it was just that bit. I think it's just the horn section. Um, Lay Your Body Down could easily be a Southern American country tune. That's the only comment I made. I don't know whether that was bad or good. I'm going to say bad, though. Um, the Last Songbird. <laughs> Old people will like this. <laughs> I like reading back my comments. I don't. So I, I do this late at night, like the night before we're recording. If I'm lucky, if it's not half an hour before recording the podcast, so I'm in a very different frame of mind. I don't go back <laughs> and li- look at the notes I've made until I'm speaking them out loud. So I make myself laugh reading these notes. Um, I just think, what was going through my head? Um, action replay. I think the vibe of it was quite submarine. And I think that was just mm. the atmosphere that the music made. But and then I put obviously not good, um, but obviously <laughs> not good. And then I think I've just put: Is this what the Fratellis have become? Question mark. I'll stick with Costello music. <laughs> I'll stick with Costello music because this just sounds <laughs> too generic for me. A lot of the sound, the songs sound like they could be from the sixties, but it's not the sixties, and it's been done better in the sixties. <laughs> Fair point. Can't argue that. Um, Can I just jump in and say I'm listening to this action replay? It sounds like a song that would have been included in the second season of Umbrella Academy, <laughs> where yeah. they go back to the '60s, but they're using a modern '60s sounding song. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, so overall, if you like the Fratellis, don't listen to this. <laughs> if you don't like the Fratellis. <laughs> then don't listen to this. <laughs> and if you're somewhere in the middle, don't listen to this. Brilliant. So, you, um, so of course, Clone Review, uh, two out of five. Wow. And I bet that was Very one good. more than you thought I would give it. Yeah, that is one. <laughs> and the only, the, the actual point is purely for the fact that it's recorded it. well. And <laughs> um, it it sounds good, like it you know recording wise, yeah. production, mixing everything, it sounds fine. Yeah. I guess. Um, but 
everything else, I can't stress enough, everything else is shit. Guys, what did you think? Well, I want to play a game with you boys. So, on the podcast, okay. we record our notes on Notion. This is to the listeners now. I'm not telling you. You guys know this. Well, I do anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm aware, yeah. And sometimes Liam, I don't know if Yanni does this, but Liam has a cheeky little look at my notes sometimes. Yanni couldn't yeah. care less. So, <laughs> um, Particularly my album. I'd love to know what you think. Uh, yes, but I told him before, don't look at my notes. Because when I was I listening... I was... So I did. No, I didn't. Really. Did you actually... Oh, I didn't this time. Oh, right, no, I, I didn't say... this time. No. Right. I was going to say, well, you've ruined this part. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to this album out loud with Karis while we were playing Mario Kart. And... What I will say is, Need a Little Love, I actually quite like that song. It's crap, but I think because the album's so bad that I like it more. Um, and it got to the last songbird, and I was, I'd had enough. However, you guys are going to have to listen along in your ears to the, to the album right now. Yanni, I apologise, I'm going to have to put you through it again. So the last, the last songbird <laughs> sounds exactly like I Don't Like Mondays. Play it. Yeah, it's not far off, I guess. Okay. Karis also thought... heard Living Next Door to Alice by Smokey. It's the same, it must be the same chord progression or something, or the same mm. notes. Because, I, yeah, I also get that. I When I was listening to that one, that was one that I thought sounded also a lot like something else, but I couldn't place mm. my finger on what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also couldn't put myself continually listening to it until I understood what it was. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, so, the next one in this game, Who of the Fratellis Ripped Off? Uh, Strangers <laughs> in the Street. Merry that Christmas, everyone. We, uh... oh, Merry sorry. Christmas, everyone, by Shaking Stevens. Yeah, yes, immediately. Immediately. Shaking Stevens. And the last one, uh, Living in the Dark, You're My Home, by Billy Joel. This one is uncanny. I don't know that song by. No, I don't play that. Play that. Play the Billy Joel one first. It's the identical opening piano motif. (gasps) It's identical. Well, there's a there's a the third chord is is like a seventh chord, which makes it sound different a bit. But yeah, I mean, it's funny how you mentioned. It's funny how you mentioned the promise um, Mm. on Need Little Love, because. You know, I don't want to get Fratelli's a uh, copyright strike, but you know, <laughs> bit touchy, isn't pretty, it? It feels it's like pretty similar. The Fratelli should go back to what they were doing on Castello Music, where they well, wrote good songs. How is this the same band? Like Castello band. Music is amazing. I know it's fantastic. I I, I can't wrap my head around it. Gas loves it. <laughs> well that brings around to our wonderful albums this week we had fun i promise you uh (laughs) (laughs) we missed one last week by wav vez called sinking (laughs) feelings yeah uh waves with sinking feeling i personally thought this was good tune i wasn't expecting the singer's voice to be in that pitch, just based off the intro, that might be you know prejudice, but I just wasn't expecting it. Um, and I particularly enjoyed the <laughs> intro. Of prejudice to you. <laughs> well, I did prejudge, and that was not the outcome I prejudged. 
you can't just remake words, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I kind of got um, some Last Shadow Puppets vibes. Kind of. Let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm getting a feeling of some other artists as well, but I can't think of who. But yeah, I quite like this song as well. Just in... Yeah, and he's listening now. Every aspect of it. Was, yeah, it was a bit of happy horror, isn't it? Like, I quite like the chorus sound and the like the uh, harmony and the the structure of the song is pretty good. Well, if Liam likes it, that's enough for me. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's all we need. The vaccines. Now, we've alluded to these fuckers before. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> their demo album is uh, is out, and we've listened to it, haven't we, boys? We have. Boys, I haven't. Have you not? Know. No, I did. Uh, with limited time, I didn't bother listening to this. Fair enough. I actually sick. read Cam's note, and so I got an idea of what it was like. Uh, um, fair enough. Uh, my point was the producer did a lot in the final version <laughs> because these did not sound good. They were all demos, so they're not meant to sound good, but you, it, it makes you appreciate the final version a lot more when Definitely. you hear these demos. I found it quite funny to hear how Wrecking Bar sounded like a Mumford and Sun song. Um, yeah, it was really and, weird. <laughs> and also how Post Breakup Set sounded like a grunge song. Um, mm. Well, it starts off with If You Wanna, doesn't it? Is that the first one? It certainly does. Yeah. Uh, so I thought at the start, I was like, bloody hell, it actually sounds quite good. Obviously, it, you can tell it hadn't been mastered and all that, but I thought, oh, fair play. But then it just gets progressively worse i mean i know they are demos yeah bloody blah, blah but i thought justin's voice was really weird at the end i don't know if he was struggling singing but it just sounded different it, on all it of really them sounds like a room mic as well, well yeah probably yeah it might be just you know but but like well, he's also stood on it's like a room is in like <laughs> a community center or something yeah. and he stood at the very far end yeah i um, thought it was quite interesting to see that the majority of the songs are the same structurally like that didn't really seem to change at all Mm. Other than Wrecking Bar being a folk song, <laughs> what's European Sun? Um, uh, under your thumb. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, his uh, his voice isn't the best, is it? On this, no, but he did um, have a he did have an operation quite soon after this album, I think, on his vocal cords. All right. So he might have been a bit fucked at this point. Um. Yeah, I. I mean, it's demos, isn't it? It's hard to criticise too much. I think you're right. The takeaway is just how um, how thought out the idea was of the individual songs, mm-hmm. how much of the original song was then translated to the album final version, yeah, um, or carried through. Sorry, um, Liam. Yeah, so I didn't listen to them. I've just been skimming through them there, and they all sound, uh, again, yeah, very structurally structurally similar. Uh, but vocal sound, it just kind of sounds crappy. I feel like, yeah. even for demos, they sound, some of them sound quite crappy. Blow It Up, do, he does not sound good on that. On that. Sounds really bad on Blow It Up. Um, it is quite a shouty high one, but um, he, he extra sounds bad on that one. Um, what was I going to say there? The did your codes not work? No, so we yeah. like we bought the album on vinyl, which we'll talk about in a bit. Spoiler, um, and we all got an insert oh, yeah. with the download code, and mine and Liam's didn't work. Did yours work, Ian? 
I've only just opened it today and I've not tested it. Oh, well, they're all on Spotify and Apple Music anyway, so, I mean... Yeah, it's pointless, really. Did the did the album itself come with... Uh, who, I mean, who needs to download codes? Exactly. Well, it I seems did so think, random that they're included now. I did think it was an exclusive. Like, I was the point of buying the record. I mean, I mm, wasn't asked anyway, I d- but I just assumed they were exclusive. At least for a while, but yeah, straight up. What happens when you assume, Liam? You, you make an ass like of me and you, baby. Yes. Correct. Next, next up, uh, we have the Armchair Captains yep. and the latest EP off the hook. We covered one of the tracks from this EP, The Bridge. A is bridge, right? yeah. My uh, bridge doesn't sorry. work either, by the way. Sorry. No. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, not the bridge, but a bridge. Um, Under the by Armchair Captains on uh, unsigned, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Uh, and they've released the rest of this EP, three songs. Please tell me it was just three songs. It was three right. songs. Um, and as we mentioned when we talked about that one particular track, they're doing an EP a month in a different style. Yep. And this style, I guess, is what, like jazzy, funky kind of? Yeah. In parts. Yeah, that's what I got from um, it. I really like the first song, Devil in Disguise. Me too. Definitely. Now, that's a, it's a very good song. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-made song. And I very much enjoyed it. Now, I was a bit busy when I listened to the oh, second one. So I don't really have much yeah. to say on cake. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I've got a house. Um, <laughs> I've got a house. Well, I was actually just working. Um, doing work. To pay for my house. So, tell me what you guys think. Uh, uh, Definitely the skies. Yeah. yeah, it was the best one. Uh, yeah. I did like cake, but it was probably my least favourite on the record. But that is no slight to it. It was still a good song. Um, and a bridge mirror my thoughts that I said on on science or delivered. It's very good. So many mirrors. It's so much smoke and mirrors. But I didn't think I'd like the jazzy elements as much as I do. Given that they are clearly given their project, they're a band that aren't necessarily well versed in this style. I could be wrong. Uh, I think they did a great job. I've just very quickly listened to one of the last ones, and that sounds completely different. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to, you know, maybe this actually is their style, and that's why this one sounds so good, but uh, maybe they're just a very uh, versatile band. Definitely, but we'll keep we'll keep an eye on them. For sure. For sure. For sure. Next up, baby. Are you going to say this, then? Uh, from the band formerly known as Fish. <laughs> you have to just Google that, and then you'll know who it is. Uh, Sorry? <laughs> No need to apologise, mate. <laughs> Listen, do you want me to repeat that? Sorry, did you not? Oh, fuck it's all right, mate. Don't apologise. <laughs> the van's sorry. Um, no, seriously, mate, it's fine. One, two, three releases this week. All at once. Drop. Bish, bash, badunk. <laughs> First up, they released a new EP called Twixtus Twain. Now, this EP, five songs, uh, featured the previously released separate and cigarette packet which we talked about a few weeks ago um what did we think about the other three tracks on this one boys yeah it's all right i didn't hate it um <laughs> did, it, did it offend you didn't offend me liam no oh that's good that's um didn't really have much time to gel with it but i mm. did like callum for everything he's talked about i had it on in the background um mm. and yeah it was all right to be honest that was about 
all I could really say. Uh, nothing tickled my ivories um, mm-hmm. too much. But um, I also didn't hate it, so I think I'll just go back to it again some other time when I've got yeah. more of an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably appreciate it more. Yeah. It's only 12 minutes. But I'm the same, Yanni. I didn't really have much time to gel with it. Mm. Um, from listening to it again, though, I now much more appreciate the two that we'd already heard. So I assume that I'll more I'll like the others more as it goes on. But I did I did really like the other three. It's very different to the album, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not that different to some of their older stuff, which you know, I guess we'll go into in a minute. Um, but yeah, I, the first one in particular, "Don't Be Scared," I really like the vocals on that. Very weird, kind of Billie Eilish like. Makes sense. Kind of a weird vocal line. Um, and I like the favorite. I like to be fair, I like all of them. I think it's a pretty solid EP. I don't know if this is what they're going to stick with, but I sincerely hope so. Just <laughs> oh, tell us why, Carl. Well, I when we covered separate and cigarette packet, I was very complimentary about them. I really liked them two songs. That has not changed at all. If anything, I like them more. Uh, Don't be scared is another great song. What's uh, do everybody know the name of the second track? Things to hold on to. Things to hold on to. I really like that as well, but I don't have anything to particularly say. I think favourite, the last one, was probably my least favourite, ironically. <laughs> but um, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was a bit more normal and a bit less interesting. But I still really enjoyed it's it. A bit, yeah, favourite's a bit more like the stuff in the album. I yeah. Guess, to, well, especially this kind of, the end of the album. Yeah. I mean, I didn't well, dislike the album, but I, I don't know. The rest of the, this EP stands out to me a lot more. And I do really hope that this is the direction they continue in, because I love it. Well, we will uh, we will see. But before we look into the future, we uh, <laughs> they gave us a glimpse into the past. Um, <laughs> two sets of demos um, that they've released in the past on cassette only. I think. Oh, I think some cool. of them were available on SoundCloud for a while. Some were on YouTube. Um, but these are home demo slash demons. Volume one and two took me a while to notice that. Um, I really just was trying to work out what the NS stood for, had no idea. Um, so these have been around in one way or another for a while, but I believe from what I've seen online, some of them have been remastered or even remixed in certain ways. I saw someone say that one of them, I can't remember which one it was, sounded quite different, but still was. You could still tell it was the original kind of thing, but clearly it had been mixed or something. Again, did we get a chance to listen to these through? I did, yeah. These are quite low priority. Um, Again, had them on in the background. They both had very enjoyable moments, but um, none of it kind of stood out to me. I think they all sounded very similar. So when I wasn't really paying attention, it kind of all um, merged into one. But what I will say is mm-hmm. I don't think it sounded too dissimilar to the album cuts. For demos, they were very good. Yeah. I don't know if that's, you know, saying that the album isn't particularly great or if these demos are just really well produced. Probably. No, that says no, that the demos are well produced. <laughs> <laughs> the album sounds crisp. Um, I listened to... Um, I didn't listen to the full... Uh, to Volume 1 in full. Because they did all kind of sound similar, you're right, and they were all a bit slower. Thank you. Not necessarily what I'm looking for. Volume 2, though, was different. They all seemed a bit more... Faster. Uh, a bit more going for them, but faster, yeah. And there's a few in particular that stood out. Battles, um, 
swans and particularly lying next to you in despair no i think that song is one of the best songs they've written for sure uh, i think tears as well was really good or um yeah there were a couple on there that i really liked um but yeah i think i'll give these another go but it's one of those things that when even though these, these have just been released the knowledge that they're kind of old and are never going to be re- revisited mm. you kind of i'm not really bothered almost about the sensing but i will give them another go mm. but yeah lying next to you in despair is a a new top tier sorry song for me sorry sorry mate yanni yo hi liam i'm here what did you, you listen to these home demons um no um i've listened to them in the background oh. whilst you've um whilst we've been discussing it uh i only well i've only listened to volume one in the background there lace sounds very much like a war paint song um don't know if you've picked up on that um but i don't think i got that far i yeah i did kind of like there's certain parts musical motifs that um caught yeah. my ear um so they're, they're good at a motif sorry i think they're good at a good little an extra note where you wouldn't think mm. makes a difference so I may go back and revisit these, but again, you don't feel like I don't feel like I have the same pull mm. towards it because, like you said, they are just old things. They've clearly just gone. Uh, they've been out there, but we're going to properly release them out there now, yeah, uh, just for the sake of it. So yeah. there's not really that um, drive cool. to make me want to listen to yeah. them. Um, but it yeah, it would be cool if. Um were you about to move on, or were you going to say something else? No, Sorry. I was going to say that we should move on, but go on. <laughs> I was going to say, it's interesting that the Twixters Twain EP, so far anyway, hasn't been announced on vinyl, although they've, they're releasing Cigarette Packet in separate. Mm. Seems very random to me that they, they wouldn't have just released the EP. And I would have preferred the full EP, because some of the, the other songs, I'll say, are growing on me already. Yeah, Seems a bit strange. Well, they announced the vinyl for them too. Um, a week or so after they released the actual songs on streaming platforms, so we might get an EP. I thought they were the same, literally around the same time. No, I think so. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I know that we're going to move on right now because we've had Please. enough of that band. So, Saint Vincent's, Cal's favourite, um, has released another <laughs> song. <laughs> Uh, called The Melting of the Sun. Now, I don't know about you, but how stupid do you have to be to think that the sun's going to melt? <laughs> Come on. No, no, you, no you're no, you being stupid, Yanni, because the sun it's is melted. Melting. It's constantly It's melted. It's melted. It's melted, like, well, teasers. Um, Mol- yeah, malt biscuits. Melted milk. I've... Malt, 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 yeah, malt. <laughs> um, I have oh, never really biscuits. given... Shut up, mate. I've never given St. Vincent time of day. Um, I think I've mentioned that on... More fool you. Yes, more of a fool am I. Um, and I've always felt like I should. One of those people that, or, you know, artists, bands, whatever, that you feel pressured to listen to. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I've never have, because um, I'm super cool like that. Um, I listened to this song, surprise, surprise. I've actually listened to some of these wow. songs this week. Oh, dear, yeah. Um, I thought it was cool, but it just wasn't for me. I just... I yeah. Didn't... It didn't... I appreciated it. 
but I didn't want to listen to it ever again. <laughs> but not because yeah. it was bad. I just didn't get any enjoyment from it at all. Fair it didn't do much for me either. Well, I prefer the first single from this new album. Um, but yeah, this one just didn't really. Like it was fine. Yeah. Um, well, talk about not listening to uh, Sam Vincent at all. This is like completely different to anything she's done in mm. the past. Especially well, last it, no, one. Was... I'm never listening to her again after this. She's fucked well, it. Her album's out next month, so you're going to have to. Um, <laughs> That's where you're wrong. You're not the boss of me, But yeah, no, I, I did like this, but I don't think it should have been a single. If this was an album song, it would have been very, very strong. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it does seem like a weird yeah. single. Second single as well. Uh, but, you know, it, it, I'd say it was a sunny day driving tune. That's what um, No, I wouldn't. No, I, I maybe because of the video. Don't maybe it. late night summer. Fair enough. Like when it's still a little bit light and a little bit warm. Right now. But it's, it's, it's later. Like now, but it's, it's freezing not, cold. It is pretty, yeah, pretty grim. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very excited for so, Daddy's Home, the album. Very excited. Talking about big, uh, talking about daddies. Um, <laughs> Go on then, you can't stop there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Daddy Freddie Gibbs, Big Daddy. Yeah, I'm, I'll have to call him a Daddy. Um, and his new track, Big Boss Rabbit. Uh, what do we think about this track? I thought, and I'm going to get very technical for a second here. Shit. This was probably one of the one of the best mixes of old school hip hop sensibilities and new trap. Oh, nice. Um, I agree. Because there was like a sample, I presume. It sounded like a sample mm-hmm. in the background uh, throughout. And then it was those rolling hi-hats um, yeah. constantly. The drum sounds basically were the, the modern aspect of it. Um, and I suppose his delivery was quite modern. It was quite, well, it was rapid, to be fair, um, <laughs> through most of it. Um, yeah, it was yeah. non-stop, wasn't it? Most yeah, of it. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah. Like two minutes. I I like this. I like it a lot. I uh, I really like uh, Freddie Gibbs's delivery, um, mm. and just the sound of his voice. I think he's just got a great. Yes. Just got a great voice. Perhaps you don't. Very it. listenable. Yeah, I really like this. I thought it was really good, and I agree that the the instrumental worked really well. Cal. One of the best in the game, I'd say, Mr. Gibbs, um, Daddy Gibbs. Not really for me, I'm not going to lie to you, but I did enjoy it, and I agree the delivery was very, very good, especially for someone who doesn't really listen to this type of genre. So from an outsider, I was mightily impressed, I must say, Freddie. Mightily impressed. I don't, we didn't use the correct word, his flow. Yes, flow. His flow was very, was dope. <sighs> yes. Talking of dope flows... <laughs> Um, Are we? I guess. I mean, we're mm. still in the same ballpark here. Um, I don't think it's a dope flow, though. Yeah, I think I agree. Very but mad. before I agree, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's Brockhampton's new song, Count On Me. Now, we got a bit more of the uh, singing aspect from a fella called something with a J. I'm not going to say it. No. No, I think it was. I think his name is Bear. Bearface? Ah, uh, Bearface. Yeah, I'm going to say Bearface. With a J. <laughs> no, I was thinking of someone else and I realised I'm thinking of the wrong person. Bareface, a bit of the vocal, um, liar. Bit of the singy, singy style. Where I think the last one was just all rap, um, rap. Um, yeah, didn't love it. To be honest, no, no, I didn't enjoy it. It was alright. 
I think that's enough said on that, really. Um, it's but, the same as the one from last week, where it's it's that there's kind of two styles of Brockhampton. They either make a really, mm. really good song that's very interesting, or they make this song yes. a million times. Yep. Um, well said, Liam. Congratulations. You. you know what? You can get a pat on your little head. Um, the band Pavilion uh, released two songs. Go on, let them try. Uh, Viva Civi. That's quite easy. And I think I could have done them. Can you pronounce this next one? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, Diathes um, Kais. <laughs> Death's Kiss. Okay. Um, Do you yeah. know what Viva Civi means? Uh, I'm sure again. you're wanting to tell us. Do you, n- no guesses. No, no. Other than Liam's again. Can you pick any part of that? Any pick any of that part? No. Well, um, say la vie. So yeah. v, life. Lv. V v is life. Correct. Um, what a life. If I was to say <laughs> viva comes from the same kind of root as viva. Is it viva life? Viva life. I don't know. Live life. It means love live life. your life. Live, laugh, love. I was close. Live your life. Yeah, live, live your life. The um, vivre and the sa make Vera? it your... Anyway, we're not here for a French lesson. Yeah, um, let's talk about these songs. I can't remember. <laughs> they were forgettable. Uh, yeah, that's probably why. Who is this, Callum? Tell me who these people are, because they must be someone. Well, um, <laughs> do you remember the band Fever, who we listened to? <laughs> Fever? Fever, the band. Oh, I thought you meant Viva, like Viva Brother and their song... Um, that song was really good, but I've not. No. Uh, well, I follow the lead singer, uh, James Harrow, on Instagram, and I saw that he posted about these. So I listened to them, and I quite enjoyed it. I know <laughs> you two didn't. However, I'm not say you didn't enjoy it, but it wasn't memorable. I so I just thought fine, I'd yeah. include I it. I think, I think they've got about 400 listeners on Spotify, so monthly listeners. So, you know. And we've just ripped into them. We have, and so sorry, I hope. Um, they find solace in the fact that I liked it. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. I did I like it. Can't backtrack now. I just don't. It just isn't. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's good. Fair enough. Viva Savine. Well written. I think the like the, the yeah. There's some really structure of the songwriting itself is good. Back now, isn't he? I'm, yeah. I'm now remembering it. He started off by saying I'm it listening was forgetful. to it. I'm listening to it. And I'm remembering it. All them I remember thinking the strong songwriting was good. Liam, 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 Liam. UK, hun. I fucking. I, do you know what? I love Pavilion, man. <laughs> Big up Pavilion. Viva Savi. He's still Pavilion. on that, he? He's yeah. still on it. I like trying to segue that. Good chorus. Well written. More please. Move. Say that again, Johnny. UK, hun. <laughs> Bing bang bong. How's your head? How's your head, hun? <laughs> no complaints. Okay, so. <laughs> Lawrence Cheney, <laughs> the um, spoilers, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race oh, UK season hell. two. Sorry, if you weren't aware, uh, apologies. I'm halfway through. Um, originally, <laughs> one of the members of United King Dolls who uh, won the challenge where this song was uh, just... Better good. than the other one. Um, Frock Destroyers also won their singing challenge from last year with... Um, ah, ah, ah. What's that song called? Don't know, I didn't watch it. Burger Chips is Sternum, Burger Chips is Class, Burger Chips is Cement, she takes it up the ass. That's good. <laughs> um... That's a really good lyric. Anyway, they 
uh, Frock Destroys, which is Blue Hydrangea, Divina de Campo, and Bag of Chips. Did this version of UK Hun with Lawrence Cheney. Um, and they, Lawrence Cheney's verse was the same, sadly. Sorry, who, whose verse. verse was the same? <laughs> Sorry. Lawrence Cheney. Uh, his, voice, his verse was exactly the same, which is sad because it's not a great verse. Um, and then the Frog Destroyers added their own verses in. Yanni, did you listen to this? I didn't, know. Do you want me to right oh, now? Nah, mate. Please. Oh, no, please. You'd have to listen to the whole thing, because otherwise, just skimming through it, it'll sound the same. Well, just get the lyrics up and look at the look at the verses. Come on, tell me what you think. Um, well, I don't really have much Coach thought, it. any thoughts on it. I liked it, but it's just less than the original. But then again, I, I yeah. started Series 1 of the UK Drag Race late, so I don't have the same affinity with the Queens in Series 1 that I do in Series 2, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't think that would really make a difference. Other than Cheryl Hall. I guess. Love Cheryl. Cheryl wasn't, sadly, wasn't in. Uh, no, I know. If Cheryl was in uh, Frock Destroyers, uh, who knows? The world may be. I think <laughs> it would be a better place. Full of drag queens? Um, none of the uh, verses really were after me. I was very, very fast listening. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I I time to <laughs> Instantly. Yeah, none of them were very particularly. I don't remember. Mm. Um, have we moved on we have now I think we have (laughs) Sinead O'Brien yes yes (laughs) kid stuff yes listen much have we I have lots Mm -hmm. Um, I love Sinead O'Brien he's madly in love with her I'm not in love with her he's got a stiffy I definitely don't like stiffy I'm not in love with her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't taken any pills. Um, Yeah, one of my favourite new artists. uh, So excited (laughs) for an album. I don't think this song is as good as most modern painting because I still listen to that about four times a day. However, I love it. That's excessive. It is excessive, but it's very good. Um, Yeah, I I like it. I like the abnormal flow. Are we going to use the word flow again? Delivery? Um... (laughs) But it, yeah, it gets to the point that's where appropriate flow. <laughs> gets to the point where, in her discography, you you expect this type of delivery now, but I still enjoy it every time I hear something new from Sinead. I like. Yeah, it always feels um, always feels like, still feels unusual yeah. every time I listen to it. Mm-hmm. But I I think I've become used to it more. Mm. Do like once I've kind of. You know, song started because I think that some props need to oh, not to denigrate Sinead's Sinead Sinead O'Brien at all. Um, because I think her vocals are, are really interesting, really great, and nothing compares the lyrics to from what I can make sense of are very interesting. <laughs> hey. But um, I almost wish that this was a band like the band got more recognition because that guitar is really good, yeah. Well, that is um, the bass player, and the band is really good. What's that? live thing we watched yeah that thing most modern painting um, performance of that is incredible guitarist is very very good unbelievable unbelievable but yeah this song's really good I enjoyed this one but it's really incredible. we want more recognition I'm for the band but we've it. done no research into who they are so yeah Yanni did you listen to it my friend Um, I put it on and then didn't <laughs> really it. like it <laughs> fair <laughs> enough so, yeah, turn it. I mean it's very um, it's going to be very divisive it's not exactly the most accessible 
piece of music. Like Marmite. Um, so, I mean, if you feel like I should give this more of a, of a chance or her other material more of a chance, then please try and get that message across to me and I might listen. Well, I'll, um, link, I'll link a video in the group chat right this second. Was that a public request? <laughs> please send me. Uh, send dog shit through my letterbox with Sinead O'Brien's name on it and I will listen. Wow. From kid stuff to hurricanes. Um, shit through that. We've cool to me, baby. Dead Nature, who we've previously mentioned, who has an album... You would say aforementioned. Afor. Afor mentioned. Um, <laughs> in the intro or whatever part it decided to be at the end. He's really strong. Dead Nature, Hurricane. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> didn't hit... Like it should have is what I put. Yeah, I thought Wasn't... it was. I thought it was a well-written song, well, well-structured, but it didn't set the world alight. Yeah, well, there we go. There's another one for you, Bingo. Bingo. Uh, I agree. Good. Sick. There we go. Uh, now on to setting the world alight. Oh, yeah, please. This Come is on. Oh, burning me alive. <laughs> Mister. Paul Macker and <laughs> Paul Macker. Ed, Ed O'Brien EOB remix E-O. of Sliding. E-O. Uh that's rather from Radiohead, isn't it? Yeah, Ed O'Brien. Uh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Ed O'Brien made up. No, you've oh. actually put that bob on. So this is a remix of Sliding and uh, it's a bloody good one. This it is. Good, uh, this is shaping up to be the most exciting project of the year. Amazing. It really is. It's interesting how, from the first, obviously Dominic's sounds are very good, and then but when we looked at the sound, the track list, and it was like mostly remixes and stuff, it's like, oh, this is gonna be crap. But like this is, it's interesting to see the word remix and it not be dance, mm. will not be some sort of electronic remix. Yeah. Like yeah. he's made this heavier and faster and like. I did. Did you go back and listen to the original as well? Yeah, yeah, and that just seemed very sluggish. It's, yeah, it was so weak in comparison. Well, very weird. To this. this is going to be a thick question, but I only listened to this once or twice. Is it? It is Paul McCartney's voice in it. Yeah, well, I that's, so. that was the immediate thing that I was questioning because um, it's definitely not that vocal take on the original. No, it's I, sped up though, so I imagine it's going to be higher. No, but it's. I feel like it's got more power than everything Paul McCartney has done. In the last ten years combined, yeah. Where's he found that from? I don't know. How much wheat? Uh, we need to. We need. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's definitely not just better. I don't know where I've got that. No, no, do I, I... Mean, talking shit? But that um... doesn't. It sounds like Paul McCartney, though. Hundred percent. That's the confusing thing. But yeah, because it yeah. sounds like Macha. But maybe, guys, maybe it's that bloody COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope not. And on that note. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, this is really. Really good, really exciting projects, but forty because. quid on forty quid on record, just for the black version. Yeah, no, yeah. I was wow. like, oh, that's something to pre-order. No. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, a big one on Spotify. That one, I think. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Now, shit, we're in the shit of it. <laughs> How many pilots um, does it take to make an average song? Twenty-one. Only two. Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> two twenty-one pilots. <laughs> there are only two of them in this band. There's, um, there's twenty-one pilots, and they've made a song called "Shy Away," and that is exactly yeah. what you should do if you see this song. <laughs> um, 
and you think, I want to press on that and listen to it, just shy away from it. Um, do not give this a listen. It's not good. <laughs> Liam, I think you've listened to more 21 Pilots yeah, than anyone. Rude. It's, this isn't like a great song at all, but it's not a bad song. It's not no. like an awful song. See, if this was like a pop song, it's one of the better pop songs. See, I, No, uh, sorry, I'm, I disagree with that already. I said in the group chat last night, I hate this band with a burning vengeance. Um, why a vengeance? But why? I just, I hate, I don't know, I just hate them. It's like with Easy Life, I have no real reason to hate them, I just do. But I um, can see that hatred. Yeah, but um, this was actually a lot less unbearable than I thought. I think 21 Pilots get a, a bad rap for having an annoying fan base and creating this weird thing around them. But really, mu- the talented musicians and some of their songs are really well written and they do and they kind of push a few genres and stuff around. And it's always quite it's it's essentially poppy, but they go heavy on some songs with mm. some interesting like dynamics and like the way they deliver some lines and stuff is pretty cool. I think the only if song I know is Heathens from Suicide Squad. You'll probably know um, oh, Stressed Christ. Out. Yeah, Heathens isn't isn't good. Maybe that's like, don't get me wrong, they have some bad songs. Um, but their album Trench is, is genuinely quite good. Well, some, I'll have to take your word for that, my friend, because I'm avoiding I that. would recommend listening to him. I'm not going to. I've got, from that album, from that second album, or fourth album, whatever which one it is, <laughs> called Trench, six of those songs are saved in my favourite songs playlist. Wow. Which, well, again, there are 80 hours worth of music in there, so it's not necessary. But if they came on, I wouldn't skip them. Well, and that is a fact of life. Now, Sir for John Stevens <laughs> has um, yep. surprised us actually, uh, which we'll get onto later. Um, but the song that we are going to talk about is "Meditation V." Um, <laughs> no, this is pointless. There's no point talking about this. He's, uh, no we just point. found out he's, is it today he's released the album. Yeah, I did see that he was releasing an album today. That's why mm. I looked, and there was only this one song, and then it must have got released halfway through the day or something. I don't. Oh, bloody hell. Does he live in Australia or something? Oh. Maybe. No, it was like. I don't know what time it was. It doesn't really make sense. It... I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But if you. We like should clarify this it... is Sufjan Stevens we're talking about. Not, no, uh, Sir for John. John. Uh, Sir for John Stevens it is. Um, if you like elevator music, then go stand in an elevator. Um, and if you want to <laughs> meditate, then put this on because it does exactly what it says on the tin. Um, yeah, it's meditation music. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's not really much more to say on that, and I don't think I want us to say any more on that. To be honest, I, I might listen. I might just put it on at some point in the week, and we'll talk about it next week. But. I think I'm just going to say exactly what you just said. Thank you. Tune in next week, folks, to hear exactly what I've just said. There are, what was it, 12 tracks? Something like that? Ten, no, 10 tracks. Ten. Ten, and they're all called Meditation on a Number. In Roman numerals, of course, because it's uh, Mr. Surfer John. It's not uh, V. Please. Meditation, aye, aye. Aye, aye. Captain. Taylor Swift. More like, after this song, Taylor I don't know. Uh, my perfectly fine, 
Am I perfectly fine? Is that the Mr. actual name of the song? <laughs> Mr. Perfectly <laughs> Fine. Have I written oh. mine? <laughs> no, I just read it wrong. <laughs> Why have I said my perfectly fine? And then I was going to fucking talk shit about whoever wrote that as if that was the mistake. It was spelled out wrong. Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is not me. I can't read. Um, Taylor's version. Definitely. In brackets. Um, this was released. I... <laughs> Don't really want to talk about it. Someone else do it, please. Uh, I thought it was very Taylor. It was very good. I, mean, I wouldn't say it was very good, but, you know. I yeah. liked it. I particularly mm. enjoyed the use, of, the use of the phrase, sashay away. Liam, oh, did, you, no. did you get that? I haven't listened to it. I, I didn't notice this was other long. Fucking so, hell. We, I quickly listened to the next one, but I didn't listen to this one. So this is, it says it's from The Vault, so this is an unheard track. Um, yeah, so... If you don't know, releasing Fearless again. I know. Um, with added tunes. There was one that we missed. Do you remember I put it on and then it wasn't released and then we just forgot oh. to put it on the next week? Oh. There were you all over me. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this has got to be released soon. I don't know when. I, like, literally the first couple of seconds, I thought, oh, I might actually like this. And then it turned into a very atypical yeah. of that era, Taylor Swift song. Mm. Atypical. Um, that means not typical. Uh, be typical. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. Yeah, spot on. That's it. Japanese breakfast. Yum, right, yum, okay. yum, 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 yum. Mmm, tasty. Um. <laughs> How they found out about my Friday nights. <laughs> Posing oh. in bondage. That is I reckon the track. Put these together. That is one fun morning. What? Japanese <laughs> breakfast in the morning. Obviously. Of course. Posing um, bondage for Japanese breakfast. Now, we previously covered the Japanese breakfast song, Be Sweet, which is a banger. Is flat out. Age. It's just fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this song, very different. Yeah. Um, yes, it's very meh. The only bit I liked was at the end um, when it went more towards the floor with the beat. Um, but apart from that, it was just very slow. Uh, again, I think it's going to be more of an album track. Uh, I don't know why they put it out as a single unless Be Sweet was the odd one mm. um, and the rest mm. of the album is going to be like this, which I hope not because Be Sweet is very good. Yeah, well, um, we f- I find out f- I find us saying this every week. Like the second single is quite often an album cut from yesteryear. It seems like maybe a t- we do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and then the third one's better. I have not been paying attention, but maybe we should pay attention to that. It just, that's what it seems but like, anyway. If um, if you're an artist, stop doing that because you're putting people <laughs> yeah, off. Make them all good. <laughs> just make, just make good, good album, <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about us not maybe liking one of them. Because the funny um, thing is, what we're saying here about this being an album track is it's bad. <laughs> That's what we're saying. No, well, no, it's not, not. It's not grabbing it's me. Not it's not good, is it? It's not enjoyable. If it wasn't on the album, if this song didn't exist, no one would care. Whereas the other one, I think, that's a that's a good song. I'm well, happy this exists. It depends what you're after, doesn't it? Because you could have an album full of singles, um, like Sports Theme, <laughs> the only one that came to my head, sorry. Um, where, yeah, every song is a banger. It doesn't matter which one you put on. It's always going to be a bop. Or you can have an album album where, you know, you have to 
sit through it to fully enjoy or digest what you're hearing. So that's my argument for, and I've, I've done this before, and it's a bit of an odd one, Kendrick Lamar with Good Kid Mad City, where I prefer that because there's more single tracks on there, mm. but To Pimp is, is, is a better album. Yeah. No, so I, Liam, I what I'm trying to say is, you're fucking wrong. All well, right. I also think it's okay. you don't if as a band is this their first album? I don't know anything about this band. No idea. Uh, no, I don't suppose. It well, is. you do, you also don't want your three best songs to be the, the mm. singles that are released before the album because people will find that out as soon as they listen to the album. Go like, oh. You want the first three singles to be what people think. Oh fuck! How they put their best three songs out and then all of the seven songs are better. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Aim higher, Callum. No, I know, but I'm saying that like they don't want to put their best song out now. Oh, you know what I mean. They shouldn't have the best one. They should I all think be perfect. May... I've, I've got a worrying feeling that they already have with the song. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, think... um... <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but that has been our press, and by gum, it's been hot. Um... <laughs> now, <laughs> smoky. <laughs> now, there's a blinding spotlight approaching. Um... And it has an album situated right in its tracks. Epicenter, yes. Um, I'm mixing metaphors here. So, without further ado, it's the album Spotlight. We're here, everybody. Um, We're at the album Spotlight section. And this week... We have chosen Dry Cleaning and the <laughs> album. Are you sure? <laughs> New Long Leg. <laughs> it's called New Long Leg. I had to get it up in front of me. So well, I picture you just showing us delay. <laughs> Two long legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a picture of me naked in the shower. God's long. No, that, that's three long legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <sighs> go on, people. Tell no, me actually, what you think. No. Do you know what? Yanni, tell us what you think. Why? You no, that's not how it goes. No, that's not how it goes. No, because, you know. You, nah. You no, because you, 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 you kind of voiced your opinions in the group chat last night. And I just I just want to hear what you have to say. Go Are on. we doing this in reverse? We could do it in reverse. Reverse, reverse. reverse. Um, so, let me hear everything that I need right in front of my eyes. Um... And then I'm going to close them and guess. <laughs> Scratch Hard Lanyard was the first song, just in case you were on a track by track listing of where, what you're getting in for. Um, cool bass line on the intro. Very cool bass line. Uh, some funny lyrics. but And this is not a promising sign. I put, but I struggle to like all the talking. <laughs> Liam, insert German word now. Sprachgesang. Nine. Um, yes. So there's a lot of sprechensy language there. Um, <laughs> sprechensy means do you speak? Yes, I do. Speak sprechensy anglais or something like that. So do you speak English? Anglais. Um, unsmart lady. I like the effect on the guitar. Was all the, the comment that I made on that one. Um, I can't remember what that effect was, but it sounded cool, I think. 
Um, <laughs> don't know. I've really not got a lot to say about this. Um, I've skipped over strong feelings because I didn't have much of those. Um, leafy, like the opening synth chord, but at this point, I really was fed up with the vocals. Unfortunately, just not my thing. Um, her hippo, musically, was probably one of my favourites. So I tried to stay away from staying negative with the vocal thing. So musically, I like that one. Uh, Morbid Birds has the most sung vocal delivery. Unfortunately, that's just on a load of da 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 das das da 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 <laughs> parts. Um, and it's a shame for me personally because I really liked her singing voice as well. Not that her expectancy thing was any uh, <laughs> <laughs> was very bad, but it, yeah, that just isn't for me. ALC, which stands for Liam. What does it stand for? A long cock. <laughs> <laughs> this one's about me, if you if you ensure. <laughs> I um <laughs> stop laughing. I like the back and forth between the bass and the guitar. Um that was very intriguing to my ears. But overall as you can probably tell, it wasn't for me. Um, there was a lot of interesting styles throughout, though, I thought. Um, not, like, different styles, but, I mean, I like the... How do I describe this? The, like, the music didn't seem like it often suited the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted more singing. That's me. I just want more singing in my life. Um so song. Thanks, baby. Um that's me. I've I've been Cal. Uh Liam. I've been Liam. I'm and I'm about to be Liam a bit more. Um so yeah, you're right, a lot of uh Sprechgesang on this. Uh not and in terms of delivery quite similar to Sinead O'Brien. Uh in the way that she kind of uh inflects on some sen- like at the end of sentences and things like that. Mm. Um not that far. And musically not different as well, actually. Quite similar to Shadow Um for me, yeah, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics, I'm not that kind of guy. Um there's not much really to be said on the vocals. I've, I got used to it after a list after on the second listen. Um but there just wasn't that much to kind of grab onto. Musically it was very uh sparse. That is the correct way of saying that word. Spurs, isn't it? Um, spurs. 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 Um, <laughs> quite sparse. And, um, but yeah, I think the the drums, I didn't really pay much attention to. Because on bass were really interesting, I think, through a lot of it. Yes. Some great guitar lines as well. Um, in some parts, it reminded me of some, uh, just the guitar and bass, like Joy Division. And yeah. that kind of like, just that. kind of. Yeah, you with me? Um, in I'm some here. parts as well, in a similar in a similar sense, the Smiths. Oh, because the, the, nope. and I mean that in the same way where it's just a guitar and a bass. Yeah, and some of these songs are a bit more sparse, Spare. and some are a bit more. The guitar is a bit more Johnny Marr style, and there's a bit more bass going on. Yeah, and so I've never really noticed that similarity between those two bands before. Really, I would but, I would interrupt and say that the guitar and bass were probably the only things that kept me not wanting to tear my ears out whilst listening to this project um, because they okay. were very good yeah very good uh, I agree I think her hippo was one of my favourite ones on the album 
Um, the first, I think it's just the first three songs were the singles. Um, and I like them a lot more now listening to the album. Uh, I actually really like the, especially Guitar and, and Smart Lady. Um, yeah, that's about it really. I think it, um, even though it was only 10 songs, it went on too long. The ending of More Big Birds sounded like the I thought the album was over. Like it was very much an album closer. And then there were the last two songs, and I didn't f- care much about ALC. A long cock. Um, a long cock. I do care about that, obviously, to to cause them very passionate about um and the last song everyday carry didn't do much for me until it kind of broke and then came back heavier that was pretty cool i guess but that i think that should have gone before more big birds and more big birds should have finished the album um but yeah it's one i'd I'd revisit and i think i'd listen to this three times maybe and um yeah i'd listen to it more my favorite big bird is d She's a big bird. She's a ganglion she's a calling me a bitch, is what she is. <laughs> oh, I feel like this has been really hectic, this podcast. Very hectic, but we're going to continue with no context to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you fuck my mum, um, Sam? We... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say as well, Liam, because I don't want you to carry on. Um, the the writing on the album, dry deening. Sorry, dry dry deening. Oh, I've got to see. I've got to see that. Dry dealing. Dry deening. <laughs> I don't know. What what says, what, what <laughs> I think he means the artwork, like the font. Oh, it does look like a D. <laughs> oh, right. Dry okay. Deaning. Yeah. Yeah. Dry Dean. Sorry, I just I knew that was really important, so I had to say it. Dry Deaning, dear. Who's Dean? Dean. Dean. What's his name? Dean Gaffer? Who's that? Dean Gaffney. Gaffney, that's him. Dean Gaffer. Gaffer. <laughs> Dean the Gaffer. Oh, for Gaffer. What to do his line of duty. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gaffer. Bloody Doc Cotton. Fucking hell. I'm going to um, talk now. Okay. Um, have you not talked yet? Go no. on. Uh, I did like this. Got you ready? Um, however, as it's spoken word, I didn't really have the mental capacity to differentiate between the songs because they all kind of merged into one, which has been a theme of the week. Um, I particularly liked. <laughs> I particularly liked the line about thinking about eating that hot dog for hours. Every time I hear that, <laughs> really yeah. makes me laugh, <laughs> especially the way uh, the singer goes for hours, which makes me laugh. Um. I've not been too complimentary about the singles, but as a whole body of work, I like it a lot, a lot. I wrote. I don't know why I wrote a lot twice. Um, a lot, a lot. But I do think it's 10 minutes too long. Not specifically, but like, you know, it was 40-odd minutes. I was bored by more big birds. That gangly uncoordinated bitch really <laughs> threw me off. Um, but I, I, like Liam, I liked the last one when it broke and came back in. But I don't know, a bit too much for me as a whole. But I did like it a lot, which was very contradicting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I did like very, it, very but I didn't mean. love it. Yeah. So, Liam, yeah. I'm afraid that's it from you. Scores on the doors. Can't go first. Oh, are we doing it? Okay. Oh, we we'll do backwards. It in, we'll do it in that order. Well, that's what we've done. 
We're all a bit backwards today, aren't we? Um, I'm going to give it a a six. Fair. I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to give it a seven. I think you've been very Mm. generous there, Jan. You weren't very complimentary. Musically, I really enjoyed it. I didn't probably express that enough until I was interrupting Liam when he was speaking about it. Uh, (laughs) Musically, I did really enjoy it, but um, vocally, just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, it's a shame to kind of almost say that the vocals let it down, but I don't think that's the case. I just feel it's the same with Sinead O'Brien's, is that those vocals, I think, need to be with... You know how Sleepid Mods do it? Very basic backing track. Mm-hmm. It feels like it, the the guitar and bass and stuff is is almost wasted, but and that's not I'm, I'm not against the way she sings or delivers a line. Yeah, but I think it's it kind of it feels like a waste. Almost. It's so striking when you listen to it. That is what you notice because you're expecting um, proper singing. Mm. So I do get what you mean, but it still works really well. I actually think the guitar and bass works really well with the spoken mm. word being so sparse and kind of. Um, back and forth almost um, but it's something that is a bit tricky to and that's the and when way there's not much is. enthusiasm I guess that, again to compare with Sinead O'Brien there's a bit more enthusiasm from her I feel yeah I think there's more melody than the singer from Drag Lina the fact that it's still spoken word yeah but I would definitely revisit this album especially in a couple of the songs Liam oh, I must shall. I must stop you please Liam, Liam what please is do. the mode Oh god, you you the mode is seven. And the median? The median is seven. And the mean? The mean is six point six recurring at <gasps> six point six six six. Little now the beast. Wow. <laughs> oh he's bloody back again, is he? <laughs> <laughs> uh and those range boys. Yeah. A lonely one is the loneliest number. A lonely uh, one is the loneliest two number. Can be as bad as one. But the loneliest number is still number one. Um, that was our album spotlight. So yeah, if you listen to it, then talk to us about it. You know, we're not we're not crazy like we seem on the podcast. You know, you can talk to us. No, we're, no, we're quite no. polite and actually shy uh, in real life. To be perfectly honest with you, um, <laughs> quite sheltered lives that we live. Um, so you know, if you message us. <laughs> We'll talk to each other first about what you've said, obviously. <laughs> and then Who the hell is this prick in our DMs? We'll plan a reply. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan a group response. And you'll never know which one of us was responding, but it definitely won't be me. It's um, probably, if it's normal, it's me, and if it's Kiss Arsie, it's Callum. <laughs> you can get fucked the way you yeah, speak you to some bands. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's a proper it's band, true. it'll probably be Liam. If, it, if you're a normal person, you know, everyday muck like me, I'll speak to you. Uh, that's not that's not true it is every time um, a band you know shares our story because yeah, I'm on the social media more than anyone else <laughs> you send that, you pl- that oh, emoji wow. so much <laughs> that's the that's the best emoji uh, to be fair I, I message it's the shaking hands I'm emoji for people who it's are the best visually emoji. impaired it is um, <laughs> what's not <laughs> Oh, Liam, come on, we're near the end. Come on. I need you to get out your thigh for this one. Ooh, um, what a treat. Because it's a bit of the bit of the skin that we haven't licked yet. Um, so, <laughs> under the needle. <laughs> what would you know? We're getting matching tats. We are we're getting right matching into it. tats. 
What a treat we've got this under the needle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already Liam, dreading editing this video. Video? Yeah. Video? Oh, this video. Video. Callum, what, what were you... Go on. Um, no, I don't know. Um, we've all bought the What Do You Expect From The Vaccines reissue um, by The Vaccines, as I'm sure you put two and two together. Um, and that has been under Sorry. the needle. What more shall I say? Nothing Stink more. Stinking pink. Okay, he's giving it away. Well, um, you don't need to go and watch the video now. We might only get three no, views no, this week. Yeah, it's not much to say. It's going to be a very interesting video this week for the couple of people who actually watch us. Um, the... A couple of people watch it now. <laughs> yeah, just two now. Um, <laughs> wow. We're going to make Cal do the edit where we're just all going to record three separate vids. And then send Don't them ruin to... the magic. Don't ruin the magic. And uh, Cal's going to have to piece that one together. So yeah. hopefully we all work in unison and it's a seamless edit job. Um, I'm sure it will be. Otherwise, you're going to hear a lot of moan. Cal moan about it. Um, <laughs> and well, that's, We will, at least. Yeah, that's true. We will. Um, that's been us, to be honest. I'm, I, hate to, I hate to say this, uh, but we're at I the d- closer. I do have... A, I did get another record today. Oh, I'll save but it I'm going to save week. it for next week. Yeah, save it for next week. I'm save it for next week. Okay. Because it's not out until tomorrow, so we'll talk about it next week. And we'll have talk we about decided it. what our next week's album spotlight Well, we mentioned it in the one you said, Cal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to put forward Fortune's Favour by Ed Cousins. And I'm going to uh, give a big fat um, handshake emoji on that one. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, we'll do Fortune's Favour by Cousins. We've listened to a few of his tracks. We've liked them. Yanni, if you can't remember, it's the one that sounded a bit like Stuck on the Puzzle. I want to... First of all, I'm just going to run through where you can find us. And then I've got a little fun trivia game for you both. Bloody hell, Yanni's done some some work. (laughs) Not much. (laughs) Really not much. Don't give me any credit, please. Um, Instagram, Facebook, at Falls on the Hill Podcast. Twitter, at Falls on the Hill Pod. YouTube, where you can watch the Under the Needle vids falls on a hill um, there was a playlist for last month that I think Liam has done and he tagged all the yes. bands in it and we got some recognition from them which was very nice <laughs> yeah, for our much, egos much we got. Yeah, um, stroked all the way down <laughs> um, so that was that part of the podcast that you're all used to um, now, bit of trivia guys and Please. I don't think you're going to get this so um, good luck. I want you to tell me, even if you get the artist, maybe I'll I'll give you a point, okay? Go on. But I, I ideally I'm looking for the the song, and um, I want you to tell me what the best selling British single of all time is. No Google, no Google. Can he fix it, Bob the Builder? Yes, he can. No, that's not my guess. Um, You're out, Cal. Liam. <laughs> do we get a, do we get a, from what you're saying do we get a decade in which it's from or is this just a bank camera it's from we need the a 90s clue here, I think. it's from the 90s the 90s okay so I was going to go with the Beatles tied, I don't know why it's going to end on a somber note it's tied to something a little bit tragic from the 90s um, wasn't intentional uh, is it Candle in the Wind by Art John he's fucking nailed it it is fucking hell god bless side. our lady die god bless <laughs> our queen <laughs> 
Um, I think I've I think I've heard that before somewhere. It's a double but A side. It's a tragic, tragic Some... night. That's the only sad thing that happened. Yeah, something about the way you look tonight slash candle in the wind. Um, wow. I would never have so... thought that in a month or Sundays. <laughs> Somebody's been listening to Metronomy. Um... <laughs> Looks like any. It's all right. that's, that, yeah, that's why I said don't give me any credit because it's literally one question. Yeah. No, I enjoyed that. We should, we should do that more often. Do that more often. Well, uh, on that note, um, thank you, Callum, for the warmth. Thank you, Yanni, for the laughs. Thank you, Liam, for just being a great chap. The gap. Um, we, uh, I want to end this episode so finally I. with one last note. Happy birthday, Yanni, for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Hey! Yeah, well, Happy birthday! Three hours on the dot. You're officially an adult. I. <laughs> what time oh. were you born, Yanni? Go on. What time? I don't know, but Do I know, you know it snowed. In April. <laughs> oh, well, I, I know. It's been snowing lately, I guess. Wow. Yes. Cycles. Wow. Um, so by the time you hear this, I will have turned 23, and. I'm well. not happy about that. <laughs> I really hate getting older at this point. Um, I want my life to have more meaning than it currently does. Um, so, And that's why you need to follow us on our socials. <laughs> Validate us yep. by social media likes. That is what Yanni is craving in his old age. So, yes. Yanni, now we know when you were born. Can you please share your um, national insurance number? Uh, your first pet yeah, name? PC... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Enjoy your day. Um, don't hate yourself. To don't everyone. eat too much cake. Everyone's birthday that is is going to be happy unless it's tr- sad and then you know better luck next year. See you all another day like this in a week, and we will all be friends and happy again. And Yanni will be older. Yes. And so will we. And so will you. But not unless you die. Yeah, um, just try and make it to next week. See you then. Um, Keep blood along. Lots of love. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, hey, Ben Coppers. It's the only thing worse than a Ben Copper is one that pretends she isn't. <laughs>